Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is a mic, dancing free until the morning light. Together forever, cause this is a mic. Everyone around Australia. <laughs> it is Dwayne's World with Cam Lewis. This is what happens when we have special in-studio guests. A-Rod gets on his DJ decks and rolls out a bit of music on a Tuesday right across the SEN network. One three hundred seven three six seven three six to get involved, and he has lifted the music because Kelsey Brown is in studio, and uh, we're delighted to have you. And superstar netballer for a long period of time, represented Australia, World Cup, of course, and um, been an interesting time in netball, just not just in your career, but as netball as a whole. Hello to you. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thanks, Cam. It's uh, nice, nice to be in here with you. It it is very very nice to have you. I want to ask you before we get too deep into how it's all going. I want to know you, you had a wonderful post. Uh, that you posted a couple of weeks ago on Instagram and you spoke about your love for netball and where it has taken you and where it leaves you right now after what happened with Collingwood in the, at the end of last season. Hey, what, what are your emotions around netball right now? Yeah, I think for the past couple of months they've been a little bit skewed, a little bit twisted, and um, it's been hard because it's something that I've, I've loved for, gosh, 31 mm. years, um, and I've been playing this game for such a long period of time. I think nine years professionally you're going to adore um, a sport, and any high-performance elite environment is just something that you'll always want to be involved in, and so everything that sort of went down with Collingwood was, one, difficult to process, and two, sort of trying to figure out where I fit in the netball world after that was tough. Um, but yeah, so I, I felt like I had an opportunity to just sort of write what netball has given me and how I felt around it. And that's sort of what the post was always leaving, um, a little smidgen of, uh, I guess a door open Mm -hmm. to be like, I I don't know how I'm going to feel with netball in a month's time. And if an opportunity, um, came to me, then for sure I would look at it. But, um, where I sit at the moment is, uh, I've opened other doors and it's kind of an exciting time for me outside of netball. Well documented what happened and and how it played out at Collingwood. Did it, did it? Did it affect – it affected you personally. Do you think it affected the way you could play your best netball? Uh, I, I feel like, yeah, it was a really tough time. I feel like that conversation that we had when Craig Kelly came in and, and just sort of said, look, we're um, going in other directions – it's something that you just never prepare for. Mm. I've, I've said this before, you prepare for form slumps or injuries and stuff that happens in professional sport, but not often do you prepare for your club to just say, these will be your final nine games um, at the Magpies. And I spent five years there. So I became so ingrained in the culture of Collingwood. I became that, um, I don't care if the rest of the world is against us. I yeah. absolutely love this club. I've, I've become a Collingwood supporter, having been a Geelong fan for my whole life. Um, so I was so ingrained in the culture and um, the big picture that was Collingwood. Um, that's probably the hardest part is that 
this place that you love is no longer a, a, a part of you anymore. Uh, but I also think it really banded us together because we knew that it was going to be the end. Um, so those final nine or ten games, I'm not sure what they were, um, actually were some of the most fun that I had with my yeah. teammates, you know. But there's, there's Occasionally we, we do see this in sport when the, a decision, a particular decision has been made. Now this is a lot different to a retirement decision as such or moving in a different direction. But there seems to be shackles that are unleashed at different times with different situations. And it it felt a little bit like that, even though the decision was not any of you girls. Yeah. I mean, it was out of our hands. And mm. I think for a period of time there, we were sort of like, what can we do to help them, um, you know, want to continue on with a, a netball uh, team. And then after a little bit of time, we were sort of like, you know what, instead of putting our energy into how we um, salvage this, how about we just enjoy the time that we have together? And it has, it's been, it was some of the best netball we played as a team. We were really struggling to find our form before mm-hmm. that, but I don't know, it really galvanized us as a group. And it is something that you see in sport all the time. You've played for Australia and you've, you've played like at the, the highest level for a long time, but Collingwood is the biggest in my. I don't break for Collingwood, just for the people <laughs> off the text. I break for the Western Bulldogs, so it's a little smaller <laughs> club. But you know what? I, I see Collingwood as the as the biggest sporting club in the land, right? And and they did they do it particularly well. The AFL men, the AFLW, and then when they went into netball, there was like this whole powerhouse feeling around how it was going to go, which lasted for a little while. Unfortunately, it has come to an end. But when you were within those walls and you touched on it, does it feel like the biggest club in the in the country? And were you surprised? When you joined that team and they started the team as to how everything is different from maybe a a normal netball club? It is. And I think unless you're involved in it or unless you've spent some time within the four walls, it's really hard to grasp just Mm -hmm. the enormity of everything, the connections, the um, commercial side of things. It's this juggernaut, which I think from the outside everyone knows it is, but inside the four walls it's even bigger than that. Um, And I think it took the netball team a little bit of time to find their identity amongst um, what is normally a predominantly male um, industry. Mm -hmm. Um, The AFLW coming in there as well. Uh, yeah, it is just huge. And you become, um, they had seven teams while I was there with the wheelchair basketball and everything like that. Um, wheelchair football, sorry. Um, and you just become part of this like huge picture, um, which is very different to netball teams. A lot of other netball teams like the Melbourne Vixens, that is their um, netball, Austra- uh, netball Victoria's sole focus is the Melbourne Vixens. So um, you're one of one mm. team to be looked after. Um, but it does have this feeling. I mean, going to the football games, I knew every single player, I knew their number. You know, you just you just become yeah. so much a part of the fabric. And um, yeah, so it was something that I look back on and I'm like, I'm so glad that I went and was a part of a huge club like that. I might never get the opportunity to be a part of something that big with such a rich history. So um, yeah, it's been a, a big part of my career and something that I wouldn't look back on as like a negative, just um, it was what it was, and I learned so much within there. You, you, you slid into media really well. <laughs> we, we, do, we don't work together, but we're <laughs> in the same world in the NBL, which you're killing. Of course, you're, you're doing some wonderful job at, at sports. But have you personally been surprised as to how you have sort of attacked and handled the last four or five months? Because it is a major change. And as you said, that Instagram post isn't necessarily retirement, but it's a, this is my situation 
Yeah. Now, have you been surprised by the way that you have handled or accepted certain things? Well, I think the moment I did sort of accept the whole situation as it was, I think think for a period of time there I was a bit reluctant to address anything. There was a lot of speculation around what was happening with me um, and I'd sort of just gone into the media space because that's something that I've always been passionate about and loved doing and um, any opportunity that I got while I was playing netball I said yes to. Um, but when the NBL M- stuff sort of started happening, um, yeah, it just sort of gave me something else to, to fixate on. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love my time mm-hmm. in the NBL. But, um, yeah, I think reflecting on the last sort of three months, I was speaking to my family the other day, you just um, you realise how you're going to handle adversity in moments when you're handed a lot of it. Um, and I think Kelsey of three years ago would have really struggled with everything that's happened in the last three months. But to sort of be sitting here now, I, I sort of made lemonade out of lemons mm. um, and I've almost ended up in a way better position than I would have if this hadn't have happened to me. If the whole Collingwood thing hadn't, hadn't have happened, I'm not sure I would be where I am right at this moment. We are, we are very uh, pro AFL listenership here, so they're, they're mad passionate family uh, of SCN are all footy. So a lot of people asking straight up, are you back to a Cats fan now? Like, how does it all work? Allegiance is going forward in the AFL. They, they worry about the big issues here at SCN. Are you back to the Cats? Or you... uh, I actually have moved back to Geelong, so I've okay. been to more Geelong games yeah. since I moved back. Um, but, yeah, no, look, I'm, I think I will be Collingwood till I die now. Okay. Sorry, Dad. Love so, you. So let's. We, a lot of people may not know this, and I, I, well, we'll talk about how this actually helped you, but your, your dad played VFL for Geelong. Your, your sister is a you know, superstar netballer in her own right. So in that situation, when you're when you're sitting down and trying to work things out, be it as a professional athlete or on the back end of it or where you sit now, is it are they like full family discussions because of the experiences they have had? Absolutely, we sit down as a four. So there's mum, um, dad, my yeah. older sister. There's I've only ha- I've only have one older sister. Mm-hmm. So there's four of us. We sit down. Normally it's over a family dinner, and we honestly work through everything. Mum's massive on pros and cons lists. So <laughs> you know if um you know if there's ever a decision to be made, it is a big family one. But I also think because dad lived it, um, Madison's lived it, mum has lived it vicariously through all three of us um, at different acts, um, times in her life, it is sort of that, all right, have you thought of this? Have you thought of this? Yet we're backing you. And I think my family philosophy around sport has always been just go for it. Like yep. it really doesn't matter. We'll make it work. Um, go chase your dreams. So that with the backbone of every single discussion has made it, um, what do we need to do to help? How can we, I mean, Madison moved to Perth in her career. I've moved to the Sunshine Coast Lightning. The best story I have is I decided to move to um, Collingwood Magpies and during that period of time I was actually away on Diamonds Tour. Mm. So my parents flew up, packed up my house on the Sunshine Coast, moved me home within 10 days. I didn't didn't touch an ounce of my house and packing that up. But that's the kind of support that I've had. They just did it within 10 days and all of a sudden I lived in Melbourne. So so just just, just for people at at home who – and packing and moving is the worst thing any human can do. (laughs) Right, like in that situation, you actually got moved for you while you're representing the country. That's that's a nice couple of weeks for you. I know know. they uh, they were. Don't worry, they let me know how difficult it was. I got a lot of uh, photos of boxes, but I think just having that as an understanding of they knew that I needed to be back in Melbourne by the time I started with Collingwood. Um, They yeah, Mum took time off work, so I think I've just always had the support of my family when it comes to sport. Whatever needs to happen will happen, and I'm sure they'll be like like that throughout my media, media career as well. Absolutely. Wait right there, Kelsey Brown in studio. We're going to get to a break. It is a Dwayne's World with Cam Luke. You can get involved 
Where they say a lot of a lot of this is what happens. They're passionate <laughs> footy fans. Passionate footy fans. I knew they were going to turn on you when you refused to go back to the cats. Uh, quick break. You can get involved off the temper text. You've got a question for Kelsey, 0499 736 736 or 043398 1116. I'm getting confused. SEN track text line and the SEN temper text line. Plenty more need. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Dwayne's World with Cam Luke. The temper text is fired up. Kelsey Brown in studio talking all things uh, her current transition from you know professional athlete and, and netballer into where she sits right about now. And the they have really fired up the other uh, temper text, which is great to see. <laughs> my but, favorite, my favorite yeah. here is I disown yeah. you. No, <laughs> the, the moment you change football teams, you don't go back. It's it's going to be a tough one. Um, uh, who who were the leaders? This is from Jason. Who were the leaders that inspired you? So when you're growing up and you, you spoke so well in that post about netball being a big part of your life for so long, was there anyone who traditionally stood out as someone who inspired you or even a, a mentor when you started to play the Alent on at different times? Yeah, I think obviously the biggest move in my life was the Sunshine Coast one. I'd played at Melbourne Vixens for two years um, as a benchy. I wasn't really getting much opportunity, which is what happens when you're starting out your career. I played about five quarters for Melbourne Vixens and then I got signed to the Sunshine Coast Lightning. So I've moved away from home. I'm moving into a place where I could actually potentially start to build a brand and a name for myself in the netball world. Um, Nolene Terrell was probably the first person. um, She coaches the Ferns now and probably the first person that was like, I believe in you. Mm -hmm. Um, So she was an amazing leader and I think she just did a lot of work outside of uh, the the netball to make sure that you were a sound human as well and then you came into netball and you felt fine. It it propelled you into the diamonds, right? So from the outside again looking in, uh, and I'm sure that – it doesn't feel like this, but all of a sudden you went and it just clicked your fingers <laughs> and everything seemed to move. Now, that's not how it would have been for you, but is that how it kind of did no, happen? It, it just did. Sort of snowballed? Yeah. yeah, it felt like that. I mean, obviously they, we won back-to-back premierships mm. at Sunshine Coast Lightning and I say this often now that I've been – you know, at a different club and, and haven't won a premiership for five or six years, I, I moved into that and thought, oh, premierships are easy because yeah. I've won two in a row now. And um, I look back on it and I'm like, wow, that was really difficult. But it was all of the players within that group. If you look at that team now, they've all gone on to achieve incredible things. We had Jeeva Mentor, mm-hmm. who is has six-time World Cup Commonwealth Games um uh, player for the English Roses, Caitlin Bassett, Diamond, captain of the Diamonds, Laura Langman, arguably the best senator to ever play the game. Um, we've now got like... You're starting to raise questions about the salary cut you had <laughs> up on the Sunday yeah, coast. Well, I went for pittance. So. <laughs> um, and then obviously because I was a part of that team, then I, I sort of got um, thrown into Diamonds discussion, Steph Wood who's an incredible player, Cara Kona. There's just so many people on that list. So mm. I look at that team as, um, yeah, just a bunch of great leaders and people who at the, that time I really needed to point me in the right direction of how I go about being a professional athlete and they taught me so much. And so I wouldn't put it down to one person. I would just say that, yeah, there was six or seven um, really smart players who had already made their name that sort of taught me, uh, yeah, this is how you do, how do it. it. Yeah. You have a toughest opponent, a lot of, a lot of 
people off the text? Oh, there was one um, player when I first started out who every single time I would come up against her, I reckon I talked myself out of it. She was a one player that could match me for speed. And a lot of other um, times I felt like I could util- utilise my speed. That was my asset. Um, but she could match me and it was um, Gabby Simpson. And it was actually Nolene Tarua who sat me down one time and was like, what is it? Every single time you turn to water, like every time you play Firebirds, we genuinely had to work through it with a psych. And, um, yeah, I came out, you know, one um, semifinal, had an okay game against her, and I think that was sort of the end of hardest opponent ever. But, yeah, it was someone who could match my speed and really take away my asset. Um, Beautifully yeah. done. And, and that's the thing. You have, to, you have to work through different hurdles regardless of – Hello, I presented. That was clearly one that you ended up jumping over fairly comfortably <laughs> when you sorted out. Hey, we're going to squeeze the last break in. Kelsey Brown, we're going to wrap it all up on Dwayne's World next. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. <laughs> Dwayne's world, Cam Luke here, Kelsey Brown. We're almost got to get out of here, almost out of time. Uh, drive boys are firing up. Andrew goes, Andy Marr uh, next. So uh, what's the next little bit? Just quickly, we haven't touched even on great job you're doing with the NBL, but you are – you enjoying it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. New space. Mm-hmm. Um, played basketball all the way up until 17. I like to get that in there because I feel yep. like people are like, oh, hang on. Does she know anything? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, played basketball growing up. It was actually probably, I liked it probably a little bit more than netball, but I was nowhere near um, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was actually quite <laughs> bad. Um, and yeah, so I played sort of state basketball and loved it. And so being back in around it. I feel like I've been going to the courts and just having shoot-arounds yep. on my own. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've got the passion back. Good. Um, but, yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, I think all of the games that I've – I've been doing a lot of Jack Jumpers games and they're doing well at the moment, I, so that's fun. I was going to ask you about that. I have been down to Tassie a, a couple of times. We have SCN Hobart, which is flying right now, but it is a wonderful place to watch basketball, work with basketball, definitely watch, isn't it? Yeah, I, I say when – as soon as I get off the plane down there, I reckon the air is nicer in Tassie. I don't know what it no, is. I'll tell you what, it's colder. <laughs> but it's lovely down there. They've sold out – I think the last however many games, home games they've had, the the stadium is incredible, but also just the fans. Like Mm -hmm. apparently it's a flex now to be a Jack Jumpers member because there's like a 2,000 person Mm -hmm. wait list. So, um, yeah, it's been special to go down there. I I think I have a soft spot for Jack Jumpers just because I've done so many of their games. But, um, yeah, I do love uh, doing the commentary and I'm doing United and Bullets on Sunday, so that should be a good game. Uh, Well, I hope it goes better than the Sunday. I did see you at the game on Sunday, Nick's at the Melbourne (laughs) United bench, and it wouldn't have been an overly happy sort of place to be because they were pretty ordinary. No, I know. I actually thought, I mean, they've had poor starts. They had mm. that poor start against Sydney True. and then and managed to turn it around, which I didn't think was going to happen. That was a big deficit. And then to see them sort of down by that much at halftime against Cairns, I was like, oh, I don't know whether Cairns is going to close this game out. But Patrick Miller was unbelievable. Huge. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, we got to get out of here. But thank you so much for popping by. No worries. Loved and, it. Uh, I absolutely. As I say, I spoke to you off air. Like, whatever happens over the next year, two years, three years, you're absolutely going to dominate. So thank you for joining us. Thanks, Kim. Uh, that's the show for today. And again, we're driven by Werribee Kia. And the team down at Werribee Kia will look after you, just like family. Visit the dealership at Werribee Kia. You'll find the incredible EV6 GT model. Fantastic finance options available. If you're looking for a trading, get involved. WerribeeKia.com.au, LMCT, double one four. Andy Ma, Andrew Gaze, to drive you home. And we will be next week. Next week, we're back. Tomorrow as well, Cathedral. We'll speak to you, King United Do Drive. See ya.